Sober, party of one. What happens when you get sober but your partner doesn't? If you've quit, can you stay sober with a partner who isn't ready to get sober? When one spouse drinks but the other one doesn't, it takes two to tango, but you can't make your partner recover with you. If you've gotten sober but your significant other isn't ready to quit, setting healthy boundaries and communicating clearly are key to successfully staying sober. In an ideal world, everyone around you would be supportive of your plans to quit or moderate your drinking, smoking or drug use. Ideally, drugs and alcohol would disappear from the world once you decided to quit. But we don't live in an ideal world, we live in reality. And in reality, you've probably been hanging out with people who used drugs, drank or smoked like you did. And just because you decided to make a change doesn't mean they will. So how can we make our sobriety fit into the real world? What if the people we love drink or use drugs in a way that we don't love anymore? When relationships hurt your sobriety. I was with a guy on and off for much of my young adult life. We got into lots of trouble together. When I came home from rehab, he had moved out of his apartment, was living in my apartment since he didn't have a home of his own, and was growing weed and smoking it every night. He didn't support my recovery program and got jealous of my new friends. Despite my best intentions to stay sober, I began smoking weed with him in the evenings and eventually went back to my hard partying ways. And I didn't even like weed. It isn't easy to cut people out of your life, but if you're newly sober and surrounding yourself with people who are heavily involved in unhealthy behaviours, how will maintaining a relationship with them in sobriety serve you? And my story isn't rare. Often when we're using substances in an unhealthy way, we're using people in that same way. We have unhealthy boundaries and building healthy relationships in recovery takes time. Understanding triggers a crucial key to early sobriety. Triggers are internal feelings or emotions or external people, places or things that cause cravings for drugs, alcohol or cigarettes. I still have songs that remind me of dancing all night high on drugs. If I glance at an ad of a drink presented in a certain way, it will look good to me for just a second. Those songs and alcohol ads are triggers. It's very likely that if you're an ex-smoker, being around cigarette smoke and people smoking will be a trigger for you too. If you were an opiate user, seeing people snort pills or shoot heroin could be a trigger. If it's not triggering for you, another possibility, it could make you really, really annoyed. This is why boundaries are crucial, especially in early recovery. Know your triggers, but also know that you might not yet understand everything that triggers you. Be smart, set healthy boundaries, and set yourself up for success. Want to know more about external triggers like the ones around you? Check out this Work It Health exercise unlocked from the Work It Health program just for you. Homies, haunts and habits. Clear communication. Ask your partner for what you want and need. In early sobriety, it's hard to know exactly what you need from other people. Why? Because it's hard to know what you need from yourself. This is why dating is often discouraged if you've ever gotten sober. It just takes time to figure out who you are and what you need without chasing a constant buzz. But what if you're ready for a relationship? Or what if you're already in a relationship? The best thing to do is to communicate honestly with what you need, with no expectations from them to change their behaviour. 
use I statements and set clear boundaries. Once you set those boundaries, stick to them. Don't stew in silent resentment while your partner drinks or gets high as usual because you aren't sure if you should speak up. They might have no idea it's affecting you or making you uncomfortable. To them, it's business as usual. Questions to consider. How is your relationship with your partner now that you're in recovery? Are you able to connect with your partner now that you're in recovery? Or do you need booze and drugs to feel butterflies? Is your partner putting you at physical risk or participating in any sort of criminal activity? If so, this directly affects your ability to stay safe, happy and healthy. Do you or your partner have fun doing things together other than drinking or doing drugs? Are you able to communicate with each other sober? Could either of you be struggling with other mental health issues? Many people who struggle with addiction also struggle with depression, anxiety or other mental health struggles. Mull over these questions. There are no right or wrong answers. Talk to a trusted coach, counsellor, sponsor, friend or family member, other than the partner themselves, if you need a second opinion about what is going on. You can go to a 12-step meeting or an online support group and share about the situation. People have been there and, and will be able to relate. Solutions, strategies, ways to cope with a partner who is still drinking, using or smoking after you've quit. I don't drink, but my partner does. Clearly communicate the support you need from them. Set a boundary of what you're able to be around and leave the situation if those boundaries aren't honoured. Ask them to quit or slow down, but remember you have no control over another person's behaviour. Don't expect them to change because you have. Consider seeking further support for their addiction. Having a loved one struggling with addiction is hard. Al-Anon, Naranon, or ask your work it coach for work it tribe exercises. Kick them to the curb. Sometimes you outgrow relationships in recovery, and this doesn't need to be a bad thing. This was written by Callie Lux, who is Work It Health's head of marketing. She leans into the culture gap between addiction, recovery, and medicine. She's interested in finding solutions that work for substance users better than drinking or drugging does, and believes that Work It is one of them. She's written extensively on her own experience through addiction into long-term recovery. You can also connect with her on Twitter at Callie Reads Books.